Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. And I'm Chuck. And Chuck, what are we doing today? Today we are doing Chapter 5 of the Book of Boba Fett. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> wait, wait I just a got minute. so confused. Uh, at first I was like, wait, why am I speaking right now? Shouldn't Chuck be doing this? I am so... Way off. <laughs> Samsonite. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> way off. No, today we are doing, um, we are on season two, episode five of Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one is called All In. No, it's actually it's we're going to do, do five and six today, actually. Yeah. Yep. Let's do it. Five and six. We'll just, you know, we'll, we'll just go straight through. Yeah. You know, save the time. Make it nice and easy. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I actually. I'll do the editing, so <laughs> it'll be easier for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, no, I was, I was just going into, you know, we're doing another show because you started off the episode this time, and typically with Cobra Kai, you kind of <laughs> threw me off. So I figured I'd throw you off. Why not, right? Yep. Here we are. <laughs> Thrown off. You know what, though? That's what makes us so, such good friends, is you oh. know that I'm exactly what I'm doing before I'm doing it. So, oh, well, yeah. Whatever. That's, that's why we can't play cranium against our wives. <laughs> <laughs> that was I'm so thinking, bad because the, the two of them were so, like, disconnected. And you and I were like, like, were, like what was it? Like, you know, Greece. And you went, <gasps> and I'm like, Greece. <laughs> You, just, you breathed in like nothing happened yet. And I'm like, is it Greece? Uh, yep. what? <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, oh, it's, it's so bad. Oh, it's so bad. So good. It's funny. So good. Um, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Did you realize no. that? So first of all, l- let's just say here, because by the time this airs, it's already way past it. Um, but uh, Chuck is now an old man. Um, so we actually celebrated his birthday um, recently, and we had this big, long video of all these people sending videos and wishing him a big happy birthday. And it was actually pretty funny, but there was one thing that I thought was great in there is, like, every now and again, your wife would, like, throw in a picture of, like, a birthday card, and it was, like, the Avengers or whatever. One of them yeah. said, so good, and I laughed so It hard. did. <laughs> I looked at it today, and I'm like, wait, does that say so good? You Perfect. know what? I, I, I watched it again, and... Yeah. It, it was funny because I, I didn't catch it at first, but the very end of what you said, you're like, I hope you have a great birthday and I hope it's, you know, not worse than torture or something like that. Oh, no, and no, I was like, no, no. I, <laughs> I was like, he had to throw that in. <laughs> he had to throw that in. So for those I don't, of you, I don't, for, I don't think my wife figured it out. It's funny because I was done. I, I recorded I recorded the whole thing. I was done and I'm sitting here editing it. I'm just like, why did I not say that? So I like, I put my chair back where it was and I put the camera back up and I'm like, okay, I think it's close enough. And I'm like, um, we're not going to watch equilibrium because that would be worse than torture. So what's funny about that is the first time Chuck ever was like driving with his family. He's, he started, he's like, Hey, let's listen to my podcast. And his wife lasted what? How many minutes did she actually get through? 30 Maybe seconds. five, ten. Okay. She's 30 like, seconds to a minute. Can we change this, please? This is worse than torture. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 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 honestly 
it's so funny when you get feedback and you get um, like reviews from people and for some reason I laugh when people give us like a bad review on something so it's funnier to me when your wife was like can you stop this this is torture this is worse than torture <laughs> I think, I'm like I'm like Chuck, keep going, <laughs> don't stop. <laughs> We're doing it. We're winning. She's gonna yes. crack. <laughs> I think the best part is I got to share with her recently. Um, you know, when this airs, obviously, you know, back when we did um, Matrix Resolution uh, Resurrections, um, there's so many. <laughs> Will puts on our our shared drive. He goes, the, one of my favorite sections of the podcast, and it's literally four minutes three, of me just it, laughing. Three minutes, three minutes and 57 seconds of Chuck giggling like a schoolgirl in the background <laughs> while Will and I just go off on how this movie had no point. <laughs> there was no point for this movie to be made. It was just like, hey, um, it, it, it was everything the trailer said. It's like, is she want to go back? Back to the Matrix, you know, like everything right. that they said, it's like, yeah, like what's this going to be like? And you watch it, you're like, oh, it's like, hey, remember this? Yeah. Cool, huh? All right. <laughs> and the thing is, the thing is, is I was Bye. agreeing with everything you guys were talking about, but I still enjoyed the movie. So I was sitting there hysterically <laughs> laughing about the whole thing because I'm like, it all makes It's all true. Well, it's this, all so true. So we don't it's, my, usually... it's my guilty. It's my guilty pleasure. So, well, equilibrium is your guilty pleasure. Um, that's true. That's Batman true. Forever is yours. It's it's not as much as you think. Um, <laughs> I'm just I, somebody has to it. fight for the little guy. All right, somebody has to fight for the little guy. <laughs> the little guy. <laughs> the little nips. The little, the little bat. The little nipples. nipples. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, we're getting way off topic. But no, my point is. Um, we haven't even yeah. been on topic once this whole night. <laughs> we, we said Cobra Kai, right? That's once. close. We, we said Cobra Kai. That's a start. <clears throat> well, we're not editing this one, so... <laughs> we shouldn't. <laughs> no, we're not. So anyway, um, let's get... Uh, I got to stop looking at this trailer for the new season that I've not watched. Um, yeah, don't watch it yet. I don't want to watch it at all. Like, it's going to mess me up. I, I like going through this whole series again. It's It's actually really fun. Um, so we, we kind of left off, how did we leave off in the last one? Was that when they had the, when they kind of broke, th the, oh yeah, that's, that's when Cobra kind of like messed up the whole, like, uh, Summerfest thing or something? No. Well, they had the, they had the, um. All Valley, or not the Valley, the Valley, Valley Fest, Valley thing. Fest. They had, they were just going back and forth. This one, it doesn't really pick up from where the last episode takes off. It starts off all brand new. Um, so to, to kind of get into it, the, the title of the show is, this episode is All In, and mm -hmm. it starts off with Hawk still as Eli, and his mom is on the phone with the principal of the school, and she's talking about how he's getting bullied at school, and she needs to do something about it, and... He's like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. And she is saying, you know, have a conversation with the students, but don't use his name. Yeah. Um, no, make an announcement. So it's like what, an, over, over the intercom. Like, excuse right. me. Please don't make fun of people's lips. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks, mom. Yeah. And obviously he knows 
that everyone's going to know it's him. Yeah, of course. Based on that. Um, we, we come to the present day, and he's Dimitri getting, is he's getting, he's getting, getting some red. He's getting some red. No, not Dimitri. Eli, who's I mean, Hawk. I mean, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Hawk is getting... Why was I thinking Dimitri? He's not getting a tattoo. Um, he's, he's just changing the color of his, of his eagle's mohawk. That... Yeah, and he also added part of a tattoo, um, well, a little moon. Chest. Yeah, for moon. With a little moon, um, for moon. Um, Who he's now dating. He's now, he's now dating moon. Yeah. And then the opening, you know, title, it's just the big cobra. Um, speaking of that, the, the little circle that has the cobra in it, every time I see that now, it reminds me of the... the um, the Mortal Kombat keyring you got me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually really annoyed because that was supposed to be a necklace. And really? it, it didn't come with the chain. I was like, dude, like I specifically chose the chain. But hey, whatever. It came from China. It took a month and a half to show up. I'm so an- that what? was going to be that was going to be a Christmas gift. But when it said it's like, oh, yeah, this will arrive in January. I'm just like, well, good thing his birthday's in January. So <laughs> I say it's on my keychain and I love it. So. Oh, good. Um, That's awesome. Glad you're using it. So it's, it's, we're now over in the back of Miyagi-Do, and Dimitri is staring at this fence. And he is <laughs> basically breaking down, okay, um, I have to do this whole fence. It's like 1,200 square feet because Daniel wants him to do paint the fence on yeah. the fence. He's like, it's 1,200 square feet. And Daniel goes, uh, multiplied by two because you have to do both sides. <laughs> And Dimitri's yeah, like the other side. <laughs> yeah, Dimitri's like, no. Nah, can you just instead of showing me all these chores, just teach me the moves? Well, I, um, I like the fact that Dimitri's like, I get it, I get it. Muscle memory, make it something that I won't forget, and therefore I can just do this, and it becomes a thing that I just get. Like he understood completely what Daniel was doing, but he's like, but can you just not do that? Could you just like you know skip that part and just like actually show me something? <laughs> and. So Daniel actually tries that, and Dimitri is complaining the entire time. I got lanky arms. I can't do this. I can't do that. Disproportionate limbs, and he's like, (laughs) (laughs) honestly, as much as I hate Dimitri, I love Dimitri. I think he's he's the best part of the show because he's the comic relief. He's the comic relief, but he's like he's that kid you love to hate, but you're also like he's got a valid point. I get it. (laughs) Like I get the kid, but it's like. Like, suck it up. Like, get over it. <laughs> yep. And it, it, it's, it's, I think it's great. Um, yeah. and, and it shows, too, because Eli and Dimitri were very similar in the beginning. And well, even they going into... No, they weren't similar. They weren't similar at all. Um, Eli was quiet. Dimitri was his friend because he wasn't a jerk. So they they kind of they kind of became friends because they didn't have anybody else to be friends with, and that that's I get it. I've been there, so I, I understand. I mean, they were both. I mean, they they were similar in the fact that they were both awkward people. They were um, they were both outcasts. Is is yes. a very general way to put it, which is spot on. They were both, I think, both outcasts. And I think if Hawk went down, if he didn't join Cobra Kai and he went a down different path, I think his whole attitude and personality would have changed. Um, oh yeah. So, um, it flips over. Johnny and Crease are showing the class a few new moves. You know, if you're in this scenario, what do you do? If you're in this scenario, what do you do? Um, and then Johnny takes down Crease by 
taking himself down. He says, you know, power forward. And Kreese is like, you may get hurt. Nobody wins by doing nothing. So go all in. Um, which is, you know, basically the title of the show, All In. And it's really going into, you know, the depth of what's going to be coming up. Um, at this point, Johnny and Kreese are having a conversation over a few drinks in the back room of the dojo. And the conversation is primarily revolving around Robbie um, and how Kreese still cannot stand that Robbie is training over with Daniel. Right. And he needs to get him to come in. Um, he needs to go all in. While they're having this conversation, um, one of the kids in the dojo are looking online and they come across a review on Yelp and it's a bad review and they hmm. show Hawk and Hawk's looking at it and all of a sudden he clicks on the person of the review and it's a picture of Dimitri, Dimitri. and it's yeah. Dimitri who puts this awful view of Cobra Kai. You know, he tells them how on the review how they he the the senseis beat up kids, the dojo's a mess, you know, it's awful conditions. Um, this puts Hawk in a very, very bad mood. Um, and, you know, it starts to spawn, you know, just more confrontation between the two dojos. <laughs> Dimitri. Yeah. It flips back over to Dimitri coming into Miyagi-Do to see Daniel. And he has a note from his mom. <laughs> <laughs> telling him that he is excused from all extraneous situations so that he doesn't have to get hurt. <laughs> oh, no. Daniel's like, why are you here then? This is karate. Honestly, I really like this because it shows Daniel dealing with something he's never really dealt with. Like, he's dealt with somebody who's been bullied before, but not to this degree of... Um, Cowardice, almost. Not... I, I was going to say... Uh, Oh geez, what's the what's the new term for the new generation? Because uh, millennial, it's not millennial, it's snowflake. It's, <laughs> snowflake, yeah, I guess so. He's de he's dealing with snowflakes and he's looking at it like trying to come, trying to approach it, not with the attitude that Johnny's approaching it, but he's also being like, dude, what are you like, doing? Like, like man up, come on, <laughs> like uh, right. So, but, but and I, I will say this, you know, Dimitri actually gives a pretty good answer. He says, you know, he basically he hates Cobra Kai. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the kids in Cobra Kai used to be his friends. Eli was his best friend, now known as Hawk. Um, and he just wants to be, he just wants to fit in. But being threatened by his best friend, um, he does not like it. And he wants to show that he can stand up for himself and fight back. Um, so I, I, his intentions are honorable. Um but he just doesn't believe in himself. He, he just feels too weak um, mm, with those yeah. big flimsy limbs that he has. Um, <clears throat> so at this point in time, in my opinion, you know, you're going to start seeing the, the building of confidence in Dimitri. And I'm guessing by, you know, the end of whenever this series ends, you're going to see a whole new Dimitri um, than we see right now. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm so pumped because I've I've seen the season and the next season and know where he's going, yeah. And, I, and I'm so happy to rewatch this because I just want I want to see the progression again and be prepared. Right. Yeah. When because I'll have to say I'll be when I rewatch season four because I watched it all in one night. I'll be up front to everybody. <laughs> I I binged watch season four already. <laughs> New Year's Eve. 
<laughs> the whole thing. Oh my! Um, <laughs> I just it, it it is it was so good, um, but you know it, it goes into it, and you get to see the progression of so many people and digression of a lot of people as well too. Mm. Um, <clears throat> we then flip over. Johnny actually stops by Robbie's house or his apartment. Um, and on the front of the door, there's this big eviction notice letter that's taped there. Um, we're seeing that Robbie's mom still has not come home. And didn't she say she'd be gone for like a week, week and a half? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's been longer than a week at this point. Um, because they went through a lot of the summertime. They went through, um, you know, I mean, they're still in the summer. Um but it's just crazy that all of a sudden his mom's just gone. Um, and then, you know, it kicks over to Robbie and Sam are at lunch and they're talking about. Um, they're looking at Robbie's ID and his name is Robbie Swayze Keen. Swayze? And, and she makes fun of him because, you know. <clears throat> His mom really liked Patrick Swayze, <laughs> so she gave him the the middle name Swayze. Um, and then Dimitri comes over, you know, while they're having lunch, and he starts talking to him, and they're talking about Swayze movies, and he's like, "I kind of prefer the Donnie Darko films." Over no, I, 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 I like, yeah, his performance in Donnie Darko, although the um, the the time travel theory is a little off or something. <laughs> Patrick Swayze's performance in Donnie Darko was like minimal, was wasn't it? Le- and it was less than par. He 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 was the guy on the self help video. If you've ever seen Donnie it, Darko, dude, I haven't watched that movie in in legitimately fifteen years. I don't. It's, I it's I can't tell you much film. about it. It's what? It's I loved the movie. It's I, such a good movie. All I know is all I remember is seeing Maggie and Jake like yell at each other at the dinner table. And it's like, how exactly does one is all I, is as far as I'm going to go. Um, yeah. The, the language in the film is, uh, horrible, horrible. No. That or, but shut up, shut, shut up. <laughs> it's but pretty anyway. bad. Um, we then kick over and, Miguel is at a restaurant and Tori walks over and offers him the best part of her dessert. The melted ice cream. The melted ice cream she, after she had a, a brownie, brownie sundae. sundae. She's like, <laughs> you could have the rest of my brownie sundae aside from the brownie. I ate the brownie. I ate the cream. And I Emotional ate most hot of the fudge. The hot fudge. And he's like, so I can have the melted ice cream. And she's like, yeah, the best part. She asks what he's doing, and he's creating this, like, sappy love, digital love note to Sam about how she broke his heart. And they love octopi, and this octopus is, like, bringing this heart. It's horrible. Um, And he asks her what she thinks, and she's like, delete it. Like, just get rid of it. No, she Um, said, delete it. It makes you look desperate. (laughs) Delete it, put it in the trash. And then, like, cremate your computer. <laughs> like, never talk about it again. <laughs> act like, and she's like, act like you are totally over her and just have fun. Now, obviously, 
we see in this scene that she is liking Miguel. Absolutely. So it's not that she just wants him to get over her. She wants him to start liking her. So so he's like, she's like, just stop sulking and move on. Chris Rock. Huh. That's it. Chris Rock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, Chris Rock said in one of his old specials, his comedy specials, I, and I'll never forget it. And it was something about, it was like, you know, men versus women where, um, and this is not true for all, but... When we see when we see this type of thing, like a TV drama, it's the I guess it's the world around us, um, in a sense, not the people that we know, but um, women or men will see will see their friend they haven't seen in years and see and like meet their girlfriend or the fiance, their wife, whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, here's my girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, wow. And then they, they hang out for a bit. And then when they leave, they go, wow, you know what? The guy would say, I, you know what? I got to find a girl like her. But if the roles were reversed, women would go over there and, and see, like, their friend and see their boyfriend. And then they go, I want him. <laughs> Now, she doesn't actually mean him, do you think? Well, that's that's the joke. That's, or is that's, that, right, right. That could just be the women's way of saying a guy like him, but it right. just doesn't come out that way. That's pretty funny. Right. You know, it's the difference between how women talk and how men talk. We, we talk so differently, but try to say the same thing in a different way. Yeah, right. It's about, um, it's about, it's about the talking. That's why I'm saying it's not... It's the way they make it seem in in movies and shows, is, right. is that women are just like, I want this guy and I'm gonna get it. It's like, well, right. that's not how things are in the real world. <laughs> right. And in this case, she wants Miguel. Him, exactly. And that's what Him, they're doing right. here. That's why it's like it falls into that category of, you know, stupid I TV. Want him. <laughs> um, <laughs> We now see Johnny pulling up to LaRusso Auto Dealers. Um, and oh, he, he runs is, in. He's done. He's, he's mad. He's mad. He's so mad because he found out, you know, that Robbie is living with no. him. He's not mad because he found out. He finds out at the dealership from Hanoush. Well, that, but. No, he's. Yes, you're right. He's mad because. The whole competition with the dojos, and then he right. finds out more. Right. Um, but he he pulls up. He's looking for Robbie. Uh, oh, that's right. yeah. He's looking for Robbie because he, he wants to talk to him about coming over to the dealership. And then right. Hanush tells him that Robbie moved in, and with Daniel and Ro and Johnny like pummels him <laughs> in the middle of the dealership. Well, the thing is, is his name Hanush? I think so. Because it's not something it's, like that. It's not Louis, whatever his cousin's name no, is. No, Louis. We, we didn't see Louis in this season, have we? Not, not yet. No. We, actually, we haven't seen but he's much. Like, he's um, like, I've, he's like, I've been to three, three dealerships now. Mm -hmm. I know Robbie works here, and he's like, you're the guy who who did that to the billboard, and you put me up on top. Of it. I had to clean the whole thing up. You owe me some was, new shoes. <laughs> 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 and then, but the best, it's like, oh, you're the guy, oh, who who Danny's, but like Danny kicked your butt back in high school. And he's just like, I'm not going to even approach that right now. Just like, just where's my son? Where's Robbie? Right. You know? And But it's, it's funny because he's like, he, Hanush comes back with this, like, 
oh, <laughs> hoity-toity attitude. And it's like, it's like, yeah, he's like, you can't come in here and do stuff like, you know, like, what, are you going to beat me up? You can't do that in the real world, blah, blah, blah. And they're just like, you think Johnny cares? No. Right. <laughs> nope. No. Does he even know Johnny? <laughs> he's stuck in the 80s still. At this point, he's stuck in the late 80s. <clears throat> Um, he has progressed from the mid '80s to the late '80s. Yeah, good for him. Um, How much for the Atari? <laughs> <laughs> right. How I think much for the Nintendo? <laughs> I think by the end of the series, he'll be in the mid '90s, maybe. Um, we then kick Double. over to Dimitri. Dimitri, when when we were we last left Dimitri with Sam and Robbie, he realized that this new comic book came out. So he's in the mall. And he goes to the comic book store, and he's sitting there reading it. And then the Dungeon Hawk Lords Two or something. <laughs> yeah, something crazy. And Hawk walks in, um, and Hawk tells him to take down the review. And Dimitri is like, "No, I'm not taking it down. It's true." And Hawk take like, it down, or we take you down. Take it down, yeah. right? And then he pushes him. Um, <laughs> and then Dimitri's like, "You're downgrading to gang assault because all of his <laughs> friends showed up." And he's like, you would actually beat me up over this? And Hawk's basically like, yep. So he kicks Dimitri, trips Dimitri, and the owner or the manager or the attendant at the comic book store catches them, and this whole chase scene happens through the mall. <laughs> Hawk is a very different person at this point than he when we first met him. Like, Absolutely. very different. Very yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Um, and... About five or six guys or more show up in the middle of the food court surrounding Dimitri, ready to just beat the snot out of him. Well, we <clears> saw <throat> them already introduced when they were in the comic shop still. It's just they, they, cha- they all chased him. Yeah. And they, they spread out. They, 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 sur- him. they surrounded him in the comic shop, and that's where he's like, are you kidding me? Like, at first it was just him and the two. Um, two. Um, bebopping Rocksteady. <laughs> yeah, be- what he said, that was hilarious. When he called the Bebop, I'm like, that. they actually look like Bebop and Rocksteady. That's perfect. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that made me happy. And then the crazy thing is, is out of the blue, um, Sam and Robbie show up and defend Dimitri. Yeah, but and they, they, they little... flew in like it was like the Avengers. It was ridiculous. Right. <laughs> I was just waiting for on your left. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but this crazy fight scene and training montage happened because they're in the middle of this fight and they're 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 looking at it from like a bird's eye view and they're going back and forth in the fight that they're having to the training that Robbie and Sam were having on that bount that um, the balancing saucer thing in the middle yeah. of the pond. Yeah, as, and they were showing well that what the they were learning were... was actually what they're doing in real life. Right, it was the back-to-back yeah. fighting, which he said at one point he's like, he's like, I don't know if this is gonna be like helpful for fighting or more of a dance battle thing. Like we're gonna be great at a da- in a dance battle, um, right? And sure enough, it was like perfect. It was perfect. It was great. Right. Um, and, and then you see it, and this next part was insane because you see Hawk at the very end, oh, dude. charging Robbie full speed, and then Robbie Amazing. just does a back hook kick and just knocks him flat. It was. Perfect. Perfect. He went down like a sack of potatoes. Out cold. Um, I thought this was a pretty good fight scene. Oh, yeah. Um, They didn't go overboard. They weren't doing crazy, stupid stunts that they didn't know. It was all, you know... And they do some of that in the show. They show stuff like they're far more advanced moves than they really should know. But in this fight scene... It wasn't too over advanced, and it was. I liked it. No, I have um, to ask a couple of things. One, 
Um, do you still prefer the first cafeteria fight scene over this? Um, with Miguel? Oh, yeah. I think that was oh. amazing. I think it, yeah. was, it was very Jackie Chan. Yes, I so, loved it. And, and that was the YouTube stuff. That was not the Netflix stuff. Right. I think now that we're go- we've gone Netflix, we have more people doing karate. It's it's taken away from like when you have people who all know karate, everybody knows karate now. It's like oh, everybody knows karate. But you see right. somebody who knows karate taking out like five guys like that's cooler because think, th- they're improvising with what they have around them. And right. And yeah. I think the cool thing with that fight scene, too, was Miguel was the underdog. Right. Didn't fully know his abilities. Not at all. Because he never put him into action, and then he put him into action, and he was, like, surprised. Yeah. And He's that, like, it so worked. That scene will forever, like, so far, I mean, I'm only three seasons in, but it will, like, that's going to stand out more than any other scene because right. it was so epic the way they did it, and I thought it was fantastic. It was perfect. Um, um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I'm totally on board with the fact that it was probably one of the— there are some bigger fight scenes that the, throughout the seasons that I oh, that geez. I enjoy. The um, school, <laughs> the, yeah. But oh, jeez. But, but that fight scene, though, just the way they did it, the the fact that he was the underdog, the fact that you know he was standing, he was finally standing up for himself. Right. Um. You, you know, it just showed what a little bit of, you know, courage can do for somebody, um, and s- believing in oneself. Right. Um, we, we now flip over. Johnny shows up at his apartment, middle of the day, trashed. Oh, totally like, gone. Because he, he's done at this point. He knows that like his son is mad. just like living with the LaRussos and everything else, and things are falling right. apart. He's just like, whatever, um, man. Miguel's mother, Carmen, comes outside and well, she's going to all, greet him, and she sees him drunk. Let me just say, her character's name is Carmen Diaz. Is that not funny to you? It is. Car- Carmen Diaz. <laughs> like, I didn't even realize that until today. And you said Carmen. I'm like, Car- D- Carmen Diaz. Wait, Carmen Diaz? Really? She looks yep. nothing like Cameron Diaz. So that's why they changed the name. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, well, Carmen. <laughs> Where in the world is Carmen is San Carmen Diego? Carmen Diaz. <laughs> Actually... Uh, um, <laughs> I will just say that a few weeks ago, maybe maybe a little bit more, maybe, yeah, a few weeks ago, um, somebody that we know named Cheryl showed up to church in red, 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 red. And I'm like, where in the world is, <laughs> like, she came in and it was, it was ridiculous and nobody in there got it. I'm just like, is, is there anybody born before 1990 in this room, please? Like, <laughs> come on, somebody get I used this. To- I used to watch that show religiously. What, the, like the live action one where they had like questions about where in the world was she or the cartoon? Both. But the live action one was better. Like they had like three characters, they had like three contestants and they had to like yeah, ask it was, questions. Yeah, it was actually like a game show. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, <laughs> it had the woman who was the judge in um, um, anger management. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, before we started... Off air before we started, we're talking about different TV shows and movies that we've watched and don't watch. And um, so in this episode, there's a TV show that we talked about earlier that we don't watch. Um, So there's going to be references that (laughs) I I just don't get. 
Um, Sim and Robbie are talking about the fight that they had, and they're kind of going back and forth. Daniel walks in, and they're kind of like, are you disappointed in us? And he's like, no, I'm actually proud of you guys. You know, mm-hmm. you did the right thing. You, you're not looking for a fight, but you were not just def- standing for yourselves and defending yourselves. You were defending a friend as well. Well, that was too. the thing. He's, he said that Miyagi-Do does not, is not just about self-defense. It's about, st- you know, standing up for people who are, you know, you need right. to take care of. Yeah. And in the back corner, you kind of see Dimitri sulking. Um, <laughs> and Daniel goes over and talks to him. And Dimitri gives this reference to Game of Thrones. And Daniel it, understands the reference. Oh, yeah. No, it was spot on. It's like, you know, you guys are like, you know, Daenerys, Targus, or whatever. I I, I, oh, I know the name. I couldn't I tell don't. you because I, I don't know a <laughs> single thing about Game of Thrones. And he's but, impressed but he's like, that yeah. Daniel knows a thing. Mm-hmm. And Daniel's like, yeah, I'm down with GOT. <laughs> I'm like, no. Well, no offense, but, he, but like we were talking about earlier is... I watched 15 to 16 minutes of the first episode and said, I just don't care. And I, and I just never watched it again. It was actually right. the night before my buddy's wedding. I was, um, I was in his wedding, and I crashed at his house the night before because I was just planning on being with him to help set up and all that stuff the next day. So I, And he's like, oh, why don't you watch Game of Thrones? Because I was sleeping on their couch. I'm like, yeah, sure. And I watched it. I'm like, I just don't yeah. care. And, no. and mainly because, like, for me... Um, I watched Lord of the Rings and all that stuff so much when it was like a big deal that right. I was just like I was just done with it like castles and this and that I'm like I it's uh, see, may, for, maybe see next weird. season I'll get into that I'm right now I'm I'm, I'm all set see, so I me, did not I, get into Game of Thrones because it was just the wrong season for me right see for me I I love fantasy oh, yeah. um, I love everything fantasy I love you mean like Whoopi Goldberg and Pagemaster? No. You know what I'm talking Yeah, but no. <laughs> she was fantasy in the book. I know. I know. Um, but I liked, I love Lord of I the think, Rings. Horror. <laughs> <laughs> Adventure. <laughs> no, oh, I, the page master's fantastic. <laughs> I, I, I loved Lord of the Rings. Um, there's another TV show called The Shannara Chronicles. I loved that. Um, there's other movies like... Um, Charlie Cox played in a movie called Stardust, which was pretty good. Mm. Uh, another fantasy. I love it. But Game of Thrones, it was just, for me, it took fantasy. And it was like, for me, it was like softcore porn. And I'm mm. like, I can't, I can't, I can't. It's, I, I don't want to watch that. I want to enjoy a movie. And if I have to fast forward or stop or skip half the episode because there's so much junk in it, I don't want to watch it. Mm. Um but the funny thing is, is Dimitri in this gives the reference to Game of Thrones. Daniel gives a reference back. He's like, yeah, but so-and-so defeated the the White Walkers. And he's like, wait, like, you you get this? Like, right, it, but it, then was, he it goes, was a quick, yeah. But then the reference he gives back, though, is, yeah, I'm down with G-O-T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, that's a 90s reference. <laughs> and Dimitri has no idea. Oh, of course. He has no idea. Like, even one of the things is, um, you've seen Sister Act 2, right? You down with G-O-D? Yeah, you I'm know me. I'm down with G-O-D. Yeah, you know me, you know. <laughs> yeah, So, know. It, stuff like that. You know, they're, Wait, they're all... Did you, did you just ask me if I've seen Sister Act 2? <laughs> <laughs> you and I quote it almost as much as just friends. <laughs> I don't think Hello, we co- Joyce. <laughs> 
Hey, I'm sorry, we... but that was the other thing that I didn't even touch upon is on for your birthday video. I did my 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 our like I, I can't I, I don't think we can quote that anymore because I I I think I blew it out of the water. <laughs> you had an actual conversation with her with Joy with the mom. Well, the thing was I I forgot her name, her character's name. I was gonna be like Carol. I'm on the phone. Like, it would have been funnier if I said that. But I'm like mom, and I'm like oh man, I forgot what her name was. And yeah, I you should have been like I had been like, no time. You should have been like Emily, dude. On the I, phone. I I had, <laughs> I had such limited time because your wife's like, can you send me a funny video? I'm like, oh, you put me on the spot here. Uh, okay, so I like I I slept on it and I had like ideas of like silly string Spider Man and like all this weird stuff. Like seriously, I kind of can't silly string in the other room. And I was gonna do all these things. I'm just like, okay, well, there's that. And the funny thing is, if you watch the video, I'm like. 70, uh, 78% of the clothes I was wearing were your clothes. And I didn't even make a comment about that. <laughs> okay, okay, let's, okay, let's, okay, let's, side note for that. When he says they're my clothes, um, <laughs> I had lost some weight and I gave away half my some, some wardrobe. Weight? Dude, you, you lost like an entire, like 14 Person. year old. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I gave, I gave Lee, you know, they were nice clothes, like they're good quality clothes, and yeah. I gave it to, to Lee. So when he says he's wearing my clothes, we don't share <laughs> clothes. <laughs> it's not like, hey, what are you wearing today? Can I borrow some clothes? <laughs> I was giving away clothes, so I gave Chuck it to Lee. Chuck wakes up and I'm in his closet. He's like, dude, like I was going to wear that today. Like, too bad. I got here first. No, it's... Um no, Ch- Chuck. Chuck went from like you know, uh, like uh, an extra, if not double extra large, to like double a medium. To like a medium. So yeah. he he tried giving me extra large stuff. I'm like, I can't wear that. But he gave me all of his large stuff, and I'm like, dude, thanks. Like, that's perfect. And and it was hundreds of dollars of clothes. Uh, I'd I'd say at this point maybe a thousand. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> it's um, and legitimately they were, awesome. Like, so and thank like you. Name brand stuff, but. Um, yeah. At this point, we see that back to Cobra Kai. Oh, Cobra um, Kai! Yes, we see that Daniel actually starts slowing things down and teaching Dimitri the moves at a pace that he can handle. Um, and I appreciate this because you see Daniel actually slowing down and accepting Dimitri where he's at, similar That's... to Miyagi slowing down for Daniel. You know, yeah. really taking him from where he's at and accepting him where he's at. That's what I was getting at. I think it was it was cool to see that because it was a learning it was a learning um, opportunity for Daniel. Like he was able to step back. We've seen him kind of like aside from how he's handling situations when it comes down to teaching, we've seen him finally reach a point where he was like I don't know what I'm doing. Right. Okay, let me try this. So right. it's nice to to see him learn something there. Right. And it and it goes to show that Daniel is willing to adjust for his students. Right. Um, Whereas Johnny is was not really. Right. Um, well, I mean, he's softening up, and that's why we have Crease in there, who's like, you know, the jerk. Crease, right? Um, we clip. We clip. We clip over. We flip over to um, Hawk and Moon are outside the dojo, and they're in this big fight in this argument because Moon found out what happened with the fight with him and Dimitri, and she's like, you know. I like this, the tattoo. I like this, the hair. She's like, I like the the appearance that you're putting on, but I don't like the attitude. Um, I don't like what you're doing and who you're becoming. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets very upset and takes off, and she dumps him right then and there. She's mm-hmm. like, we're done. Yep. And 
so at this point, now you're really seeing this. And the thing is, is I don't think it's truly him. I think he is just such a hurt. You know, he's been messed up, bullied, and he's just taken out all his anger in all of this. Um, so he gets mad. He starts beating on this punching bag. Um, Kreese walks in and asks if he's if he's been in a fight because he had like a you know a little scar under his eye, and he tells Crease um, that he got into a fight with Miyagi Do and they lost. Crease um, is like, you didn't lose. The fight's not really over yet. Um, you we click we flip over to Johnny and Carmen having another conversation about Daniel. He's talking and Johnny's talking about how Daniel was this awful bully in high school. Um, so we're, we're trying to see the, the roles flip, um, and we're seeing Johnny's perspective on how Daniel was in high school. Right. Um, Again, just that role reverse almost. Right. Um, he wants to finish it and she's kind of like his conscious at this point. She's like, you don't want to do that. The only way to finish a rivalry is for someone to rise above and be the bigger man. And she's mm-hmm. basically challenging him now to say, you know what? Kind of put your emotions from 30 years ago aside <laughs> and be the bigger man. Legit. Right. Yeah. Um, so to be to, honestly, do you think that the relationship between him and Carmen will actually ever go anywhere? I don't, I don't know. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting season three, and if there's any more interactions between the two of them, um, they, they, they really are. goes anywhere. Oh, oh, yeah, there were a few, I think, right? There's a um, few. But I mean, like, legit. Like, not just, like, dating and stuff like that, but, like, do you think it turns into something that's real and not just, like, a side date, you know? I think that's where they were going with it. I mean, right. the, the thing the thing about this show, and here's what we got to. So the first season was what it was. Right. We get into the second season and then we get into this like boyfriend, girlfriend drama stuff that just like goes back and forth. And I'm like, great. Just like every other show, yep. I it, it, it gets excessive. So for me, I'll, I'll, I'll say I'll bring up one thing. You love the show Smallville. You loaned me the entire DVD box set, which is right here next to me. And I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so ridiculous. It's just like drama, 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 relationship drama. The entire thing is relationship drama. But it's like, oh, but there's powers and some weird stuff happening. But relationship drama, relationship drama the entire time. And I'm like, I just don't want. Can can you just show me the cool stuff so I can I can not have to deal with this? And that's what's happening. It's it's starting to get on my nerves here with Cobra Kai. Cause I'm like, I understand you're using it for, you know, for a, you know, a basis for why there's tension, but right. <clears throat> it really has become the secondary secondary story is not so much. I mean, I guess relationship drama, if you want to call it relationship drama is right. really between Johnny and, and Daniel. Daniel. Um, they have their own want, relationship if drama. Want, if we want that kind of drama though, we'll watch the OC or we'll the watch Walking like Dead. on a, the Walking Dead from season four on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, with Smallville, though, mm. one thing I appreciate is they bring in so many people from they, Superman, the original movies. Christopher Reeves get brought to, gets brought into it. Um, Margot, Ra- or Margot Kidder. Um, Margot Kidder gets brought into it. Terry Hatcher gets brought mm-hmm. into it. Yeah. Um, 
what's her name? His mom plays. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, she was Lana Lang, Lana Lang. In yeah, Superman three. <laughs> yep. You know, which I again just recently watched, and I forgot how incredible of a role that um, Richard oh. Pryor did in that in that movie. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Plastic. He was... It's all about plastics in there, and your well-fed behinds. Yeah, he's <laughs> ridiculous, and you're like, I just don't understand. But that 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 entire scene where he basically like sneaks into the place and like gets the gets the guy shammered so he can just like do whatever on the computer. <laughs> he's perfect. He he plays it's the ridiculous. role so well. It's ridiculous. Um, um, we now we're over to McGallantory are in this playground hanging out and he's thinking that she's going to, cause she asked him to hang out and he's thinking he's, he's going to bring her, she's going to bring him to, you know, some like bar where they're mm. going to need fake IDs, but they're in this playground and it's she's an like, abandoned okay. playground. Right. She's yeah. like, okay, ready? And she makes him lay back on the ground. And all of a sudden this giant plane flies right over him. Well, and the plane's not giant. It's just perspective, but yeah. <laughs> planes are pretty big. Well, they yeah, have small no, but, planes, but, but, but this was like a 747. It was pretty big. Yeah, it wasn't a giant plane like it was abnormally large. It was just a plane was very close to the ground because that was the last flight out of Burbank. At 1036. Yeah, um, on the dot. And then he's like, Burbank, this one time, um, me and Sam, and she's me like, you Sam. better stop doing that. <laughs> and then she so hates it. went like an entire hour not saying it. Right, and she's like, you just got to go all in. And then they kiss. And this is the part that like really bothers me about this this whole thing. He is starstruck basically with Sam this whole time. And she's like pissed off at him that he's talking about Sam and then she's like kiss me basically. Mhm. Mm and they kiss. And it's funny cuz when you're 17 years old it's today I could never just sit there and be like, yeah, I've been in love with this person for X amount of time and now it's done. <laughs> now the next person. Um, yeah. And then but, it kicks, but, but, it? but but you're saying now today. Well, yeah, but you're also like 40. So obviously <laughs> things are different than being a 17 year old. It's true. It's very true. So as a 17 year old, you're all out of whack. Your your right. emotions, your your hormones, everything is way out of whack. So right. who knows what you're gonna do? I mean, yeah. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> right. Um, we now see Sam is making s'mores. With peanut no, butter she's cups? she's making Samores. That's true. With peanut butter cups, and she invites Robbie to join. Um, they almost kiss. Um, he then apologizes. He's like, I don't want to mess things up. He's got a good thing going on there, living with Daniel and what they've done for him, and he doesn't want to mess things up. So <clears throat> as we said at the beginning of this, we're going to go right from season episode five to episode six. And the ending of this episode really starts off what happens in season six. So what I'll do is I'll finish off this episode um, and then we'll just slide right into episode six because this end scene is what sets up the very next episode. Exactly. Uh, Hawk and some of the Cobra Kai kids go in and they vandalize Miyagi-Do. Oh, yeah. Um Daniel walks, everybody, Robbie walks in the next day. Um, they're walking around inside, outside, completely destroyed. Um, Daniel's first car, that yellow car, is it says Cobra Kai never dies. 
Um, Daniel finds out that they stole Mr. Miyagi's Medal of Honor out of the plaque that he made him in Karate Kid 2. Hmm. Um, Daniel gets mad, takes off, and goes to the Cobra Kai dojo. In the Walks yellow in, car. In the yellow car. <laughs> Walks in, starts getting ripping Johnny apart in the dojo. And Johnny's We've never like, seen him this mad yet. Ever. Right. Like he was he was furious. Not just like, Be- oh, you're a jerk. He was like ready to rip a head off. Right. And Johnny, I'll, I'll be honest. I think Daniel overreacted at this point because he's freaking out on Johnny. And Johnny's like, I have no idea what's going on. Right. Like, no idea. Um, And Daniel's like, let's do this. And, he's, and Johnny's like, well, what are you going to do? And Daniel goes, well, you know I'm not going to strike first. Right. Um, And then he leaves. At this point... Half of Johnny's students, because Daniel gives a speech about how this is what Cobra Kai does. Right. And Miyagi-Do is so much better. And then half of Johnny's students leave. Not half, um, but a good, like, five of them. Uh, it was actually a little bit, probably about seven or eight. Really? Um, oh. Yeah, because in the next episode, you're going to see there's, like, eight or nine kids, including Sam and Robbie, that are actually training. Crease um, gives Johnny this look, like, what are you going to do now? And then roll credits. Right. Um so it really sets us up for episode six, which we'll jump into right now. Wow. Um, Here we go. Pretty quick. Wee. Pretty wee. Um, this one is called Take a Right. I don't get the title of this episode, but Me whatever. Um, On your left, take a right. Right. Um, this begins with the montage of the create. And this, I, I, I could not stand this scene. I'm sorry. Um, the... Mr. Miyagi is actually building Miyagi Do in the backyard. Yeah. Um, and they have this guy standing in as Mr. Miyagi, and it's clearly a different actor. Well, yeah. Like, but it's, only, it's, it's, it's from behind. You don't see him. You see the profile of his face. Eh. And you see you can see like his goatee. Clearly a different guy. Right. It does not look anything like Mr. Miyagi. He was Miyagi. a fisherman at the beach. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? The fisherman at the beach <laughs> was not from Asia. I know. He was like Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but he, he reminds him so much of Mr. Miyagi. Because <laughs> <laughs> he fishes. Right. There. Um, it now comes and to... And now, Right. You're seeing the, the layout of Miyagi-Do from when Mr. Miyagi built it, and then it flips over with the same scene, but it's present day and the place is all destroyed. Um, open scene, basically the open Cobra Kai logo comes on. Um, at this point, Johnny is working his students out until they admit who destroys Daniel's dojo. I, I will say this is, this is where Johnny is different than crease. Johnny doesn't like this. Johnny mm. actually has a little bit of honor in him. Um, and he's trying to figure out he's he's punishing his whole students because he wants to figure out who's going to break first. Right. Um because it, it um he, he was just not happy about the whole thing. No. Um Johnny's cell phone rings. He answers it. He's all of a sudden you hear, "Hey man, it's been a long time." And you just the way he says it, you realize that something bad happened. Um I actually this whole episode was tossed in 
solely for a throwback oh, yeah. of Karate Kid 1. But I actually appreciated what they did here and how they did it. And I loved this episode. Watching it again, I loved what they did with this episode. Just uh, you, you see the growth. You see that they become adults. And these, and, and it's just such a good episode. Um, well, I, I like it because you see these other guys that were in Cobra Kai saying, like, can you trust you know, I mean, we'll get there, but the whole thing right. was like, can you really trust Crease? Like, you brought back Cobra Kai. Like, what the heck are you doing? All of this right. stuff is like, it's showing that Johnny, like, dude, you got the worst of this, and yet you're, you're like, bringing it back. You're bringing this. You're cool with this? Like, what's ma- what's the matter with you? Right. I think it's good because it's giving him kind of a a check, a head check. Like, dude, what are you doing? Like, are you not right. seeing, like, we're watching it going, like, stop trusting him. He's a jerk. Like, we knew that from the moment where he's like, wait, come back. And you see Kreese with his little, like, sly, you know, snake eyes smile. And then, right. like, what's he going to do now? I just, I think, I think this is going to be, I think this was a game changer for Johnny in this episode, too. His yeah. eyes were open to a degree because of what happens. Um, but... Back at the dojo, Hawk admits to Kreese that he did it. And Kreese says, say nothing. I will handle this. Oh. Um, Johnny takes off and leaves Cobra Kai in the hands of Kreese. Not sure that's a smart idea, but hey. Nope. He, he trusts him to a degree as of now. Too much. Way too right. much. It kicks over to Daniel and the two uh, and the crew um, are cleaning up some of the the dojo and all the kids that left Cobra Kai show up um, and they want to join, they want to join Miyagi Do dojo. Um, Daniel welcomes them in. Robbie and Sam are not a hundred percent thrilled with the idea that Daniel is being too okay with the fact that they want to join. That is an understatement. Um, Robbie is ready to throw down. That's true. <laughs> he comes up like on a mission, like about to like kick their teeth in. Right. Um, it then flips over to Johnny's at the hospital and he runs into his old friend, Bobby. Um, Bobby is now a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe Bobby was the one that in Karate Kid 1, he was like, yeah, send him in a, like put him in a body bag. Right, right. Um, he was one, but he's now in a. And he tells Johnny go to room one twelve, um, and he goes in there. And his friend Tommy um, is in the hospital. He has cancer. Yeah. Um, he has been fighting it for a long time, and now he's just done fighting it. Well, the these funny thing his- is, these these actors are not really known for much more than Karate Kid. Like they you know they, fun- they have like very small roles and other stuff, but it's like. It, they're not huge actors. No, not at um, all. So to have a reprieve in this, I bet they actually enjoy doing. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. The funny thing is, is when you see Tommy in the bed, guess what my first thought was? Uh, who, he look, who he looked like. Oh, geez. Um, let's see his face. I, I don't know. Who? <laughs> Boba Fett. <laughs> 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 I'm like, because it's he's Boba. Bald? Come on. <laughs> no, his whole face just looked like him. I was I'm like, for that. I, I, no, I don't see it. I, I don't did. see it. it. It was a quick thing, but for me, I was like, yeah, he looks like Boba Fett now. 
old and wrinkly Boba Fett. Can't protect himself. Needs everyone else to fight his own battles. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, now we have Johnny and all his old high school friends together. Um, the nurse comes in and Tommy is like, this is the part I hate. Um, so they all step out so she can take care of him. Um, and they're talking about getting Tommy out for the night and going on a road trip. You know, they don't want Tommy. He doesn't want to rot in this place. So they want to get him out for one last hurrah and give him a night to remember. At this point, they hear the the flatlining of the, the thing. They hear beep. <laughs> so they run in and they look at And they're thinking that he's passing away. But they walk in and he's ripping off all of the sensors and all of the stuff on his body so he can get ready to go out. And Tommy is ready to go. Um, we go back over. Crease is still working in the class. Um, and then he ends up telling the entire class who actually destroyed the dojo. He's like, Hawk did it, and so-and-so did it, and so-and-so did it. Um, and mm-hmm. he's like, and when one of you guys makes a move, all of you make a move. Right. And then he's like, you're all about to begin your real training. Um, now we start to see the real intentions of Crease in the middle of this. Right. Um, we get the one scene with Amanda in this episode. Now she's on the phone with Daniel at the dealership and she's like, you need to make it to the sales meeting. He's like, I can't, I got more students now. Right. Like I need to teach these kids. And she's like, fine. You know, she's obviously not happy that Daniel's missing all this time at work and she has to run everything now. What? Right. Um, we kick over Dimitri and Chris. Chris is the bigger kid um, who fought him in the one of the kids that beat him up in the mall. And they're both arguing about who has to clean up and how they're going to clean up and whose fault it was and all this other stuff. Um, and it kind of gets left there. Because this episode, as much as it is about the kids cleaning up and training on the dojo... It's more so about Johnny reconnecting with his old high school friends. Right. Um, and the four of them go there. They, 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 they saddle up on their motorcycles and they go for a bike ride. And when they first did this, my first thought was, have you ever seen wild hogs? That's all Tim I Allen? thought it was wild hogs. That's all and, I could think of. Yep. Um, but they didn't have and, uh, John C. McGinley pop up a bunch of times. Right. <laughs> when they're in the hot springs. <laughs> um, they go for the ride and they're using the original song that, you know, was their score in the original movie. Right. Um, they stop at a bar and they're talking old times. Um, this is what we were talking about earlier. Johnny tells them about how he brought back Cobra Kai. Um, and they all seem like they're pretty off. Like they're not cool about like him bringing back Cobra Kai. Because like like you said, do you remember what Kreese did to you? Like, right. Like, do you have any memory of this? Like, why would you do this? Um. We we now see, Kreese is teaching the real the real class now. He's having the kids spar, and not for points. He's really wanting the kids to really hurt each other. Um. Miguel is not liking this. Mm-mm. At all. So he actually stands up to Crease. He says, this is not what Sensei Lawrence has been teaching us. Uh, when the, you score a point, you score a point. And Crease is like, in real life, it's not about scoring points. It's about being a winner or a loser. And there are no losers in this dojo. Right. Like, Crease is a jerk. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. I'd walk <laughs> out. <laughs> I would. 
It was awful. Um, and you see that here too, because it even follows him. Because now you see Daniel sitting with the new kids in his in his dojo, and he's asking the students what karate is all about. And this little kid's like, "Strike hard, strike first, <laughs> no mercy, sir." And he's like, "You guys have all been brainwashed by Cobra Kai." And yeah. the weird part about this is he talks about Cobra Kai like it's this, uh, I don't know, like this drug. <laughs> yeah. That's like taking them over. And it's, they're, they're, I think that they're, I understand why they're doing it, but they're making such an, like a huge, like it's Cobra Kai that's causing it. No, it's not Cobra Kai that's causing it. Like it's not, it's the the teachers that are causing it. It's not right. Cobra Kai, you know. Um, well, what was Cobra Kai based off of? John Kreese. John Kreese, so, right? But it's it's Kreese that's doing it, you know. But it's not like it's, it's not Cobra Kai. Like Cobra Kai didn't create this; a person did. Um, but you see, Robbie and Sam talking about how successful Daniel would really be. Um, you know, if, if he was to actually just teach kids the real way, you know, and Daniel has Dimitri and Chris. He's like, okay, this giant to, 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 to learn about teamwork and to work together and to bring the two dojos together. There's this giant rock that you see is in, it's, it's got Chinese writing on it. And it basically says Miyagi Do on this rock, you know, as their symbol. And the other kids knocked it over. So he's he wants Dimitri and Chris to raise this rock together, um, which then causes Dimitri and Chris to have this giant argument. And then this is when Daniel comes in and he says, I used to be part of Cobra Kai. And he tells the story about what happened in Karate Kid 3, how he joined up, how it made him angry. You know, Cobra Kai made me do this. Cobra Kai made me do that. Cobra. So, again, it's that. It's But it's, uh, it's the only part I can't stand. So, but, so I, again... Cobra Kai was formed by John Kreese. John Kreese is a jerk. Therefore, it's like he knew how to manipulate people into getting into Cobra Kai and then slowly... um, Just twisting them. Yeah, twisting them. So there's that. But um, uh, I I don't... I understand your your beef with it, but then again, I kind of go, but... But I get it because the point is Cobra Kai was created by him. So therefore, Cobra Kai is the bad thing, you know. But um, one thing I thought was cool about this was for me, I remember Karate Kid. I don't remember two or three. Like, I I honestly don't remember two or three at all. So we know what we're doing soon. Yeah. (laughs) So um, it's funny to hear this. So when he said to everybody, he's like, I was in Cobra Kai. I was like, he was? Just like they were. Like, I was surprised, too. I'm like, I don't recall this. Like, why? So it, it proves one really valid point. Now, this, it's the first time I was shocked like that because everything else we've seen was always from the first movie. I know that when we get into the next season, we get into, you know, Karate Kid 2. Um, right. But... For me, like this was the first time I was shocked because it was from something I've never seen. So I've only watched the first one in bits and pieces as a kid. Like I honestly I haven't watched the movie in years, um, right. the whole movie all the way through. But I, I still remember enough of it to get everything they're talking about until this exact point. So 
the cool thing about it is they have found a way to cater to all audiences, um, even people who've not seen the original movies. Because when right. it came up and it was something shocking, it's like, yeah, it was something shocking. But even those who have seen it, they're like, oh, here we go. We get it. Like, it all comes together. So they've, they've, they've done it successfully. Right. Now, and, they, and, they did, and they did show a little bit of clips of him actually joining it. So right. for those who don't know or haven't seen it, you're still seeing flashbacks from Karate Kid 3 so it kind of fills you in so you're like oh it makes sense yeah so they're doing right. a good job now that I'm on, now that I'm on the other side and seeing right. it from uh, from we'll say a, a younger or more ignorant perspective it's like oh okay cool I, I see that people who do who don't know all the stuff that they're referring to can still enjoy the show So that's why I want to say that just because nowadays where where there's so much reboot and, you know, everything going on because Hollywood and everybody else just ran out of ideas, you know, um, it's nice to know. It's nice to see that they're doing a good job with it for in in certain areas. I will say that I know we're going to touch upon it at some point, but the the Star Trek movie, um, the one that J.J. Abrams did, or, I mean, yes. one of them. Um, and when I saw that, I was like, wow, like, I know enough about Star Trek to get a lot of the references, but I'm also like, this is great because they're they're reaching two audiences and entertaining both. Right. So, and the thing is, too, is you can actually watch that Star, that Star Trek film mm-hmm. without watching any of the originals totally and still blind. appreciate it. Exactly. Because it's a... It's a completely different story. Yeah, the it's only whole- thing the only thing it touches upon is the whole Leonard Nimoy thing, where you but but they explain it enough where it's like, oh, yep. I get it, like I get it. Yeah, that's, that's throw, an old version of watch him. All, and if you watch all three, it's funny. If you watch the third one, oh, the third one was garbage. I don't even remember it. I think I've watched it twice, and I'm like, did I watch it? I I, I know I it wasn't I know my I sat it wasn't down my favorite, it. but they, they actually bring in they show a picture. Um, Spock actually gets a picture, or no, sorry, Jim gets a picture of the original crew mm. from from Leonard Nimoy, and he, it was a gift that was given to him. And they, he opens it up, and it's literally the entire original cast of Star Trek. And I was like, Wait. so they did stuff right. like that that brought it in, and right. just like this, they showed. And I love that they're not in the first season. They did a lot, a lot, a lot of flashbacks. Right in this, they're doing enough flashbacks to catch you up. Right, but not. But their main excessive. premise is still modern day. It's still present day. Right. They were. Um, they were. They were moving beyond the, the nostalgia. Is what drives this. Right. Right. And they're and they're they're using it as not a crutch anymore, but as like it's actually helping people see what's going on. It's supportive as opposed to the the source material completely. Right. Yeah. Um, we we go back over to the bar. Johnny is you know there he, he's hearing from all the guys how awful Crease was. Um. Johnny's just defending Crease. He's changed, he's changed, he's changed. And they're like, yeah, we don't really believe it. Tommy is done hearing. He's like, let's go play some pool. So they get mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. and they walk into the, to the other side of the pool hall, the bar. And this guy with like giant gauged earrings is giving his this girl a hard time. And Johnny and Tommy <laughs> walk up and Johnny's like, they're like, he's like, what do you want to do? And Johnny's like, we just want next. What's um, funny about this is if you IMDB it, the character's name is Ear Gauge. That is the character's name in IMDB. 
It's because you could fit like three fingers through the holes in his ears. It was awful. Hey, but the whatever. crazy thing is, is he goes to punch Johnny. Johnny stops the punch, reaches over, grabs his <clears> earring, <throat> and rips it out. Yep. Like, rips it out. So he's just... And then this giant bar fight happens. And the crazy thing is, is all the guys... All still no karate. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It just it just came back. Now when you when you mentioned the ear gauge ripout, there's one scene in a movie that I, I never stop laughing about. Um, do you remember the movie Airheads with Brendan Fraser, uh, Steve Buscemi, Adam Sandler, yes. Joe Montana? Yeah. Jeez, uh, Michael McKeon, um, Michael Richards, Chris Farley. Like the the list goes on. It's yep. it's hilarious. David Arquette. Anyway, um, but there's one scene where Chris Farley's a cop, and he's in the middle of this, um, like, like a mosh pit at a concert trying to find um, Brendan Fraser's character's Chaz, trying to find his girlfriend. And he goes, he goes into this place, and this guy comes up to him with this big, like, you know, big bald guy with tattoos and piercings and stuff comes up. He's like, hey— He's, he's like mad at him because it looks like he's hassling this woman. He's like, listen, you got to come down. We, we have a hostage situation. I need your help. And she's like, get away from me. So the guy gets mad and gets up in his face. And the dude is like messing with Chris Farley and rips off his badge, puts it in his mouth and bends his badge with his teeth. He's like, oh, yeah, what are you going to do about that tough guy? So Chris Farley looks and the guy's got nipple rings and he oh. rips the nipple ring off and he goes, improvise. I forgot, I forgot about that. Oh, 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 oh I couldn't even it's handle that. It's such a simple, quick thing. But Chris, it was it was Chris Farley, like in a role that you never really saw him in because he's usually like a like a dope. But in this, he was like. Like, he was still, like, you know, had the Matt Foley-ness of, like, the, like I'm official, look at me, move, and ha, ha, ha. But he was also, like, <laughs> he won. He won there. He ripped the guy. Right. And, the, and as soon as he ripped out, the guy just, like, fell to the ground in pain, crying. Like, this big, tough guy crying because his nipple got ripped off. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so... Oh my gosh! That would, I forgot yeah. all about that. That would hurt so much. Oh, I know. Well, that's why you don't pierce your nipples. Anyway, I've done it. Yeah, I believe it. I did it. I someone uh, seventeen, eighteen. Someone no, I was like twenty-one. Someone dared me to do it, so I went and did it. Worst decision of my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so what I'm gonna do the rest of this episode? I'm gonna actually stick on one storyline, and then I'm gonna go to the next storyline versus bouncing back and forth. Yeah, just to make sometimes it easier. it's easier. Yeah. Um, where where I'll, I'll do Daniel's story first, and then I'll end with Johnny's story. But Daniel is telling his students that Cobra Kai sells power. Um, he, he tells how he was trained by Terry with Cobra Kai. You see more kick flashbacks of Karate Kid Three. Um, it made him very angry, very violent, mm-hmm. um, and you know he's trying to connect with the teacher with the kids. Um, <clears throat> You see, at this point, too, Miguel is training with Tori. Um, she walks in, you know, wants to show him how it's done. He's on board with Kreese's teaching. Um, Tori then tells her, tells him her story about how, you know, her mom got fired from the restaurant she was working at because she was bringing food home. Um, and the world shows no mercy because she lost her job. So why should we? We have to fight for what is ours, she tells him. Um, and that's really the the... And at the end of that, you see Miguel come back and apologize to Crease 
for you know basically defying him in class. Um, we we're we're back with Chris and Dimitri in the backyard of Miyagi Do, and they figure out how to lift this giant stone. Hmm. Um, and Daniel states that anything is possible as a team. Um, at this point, Daniel starts to really start training his class, his students. You see them doing katas together, really doing mm. different moves. Um, all the while, Johnny is... is with Tommy outside by a fire, and they're camping out overnight, mm-hmm. um, basically just roughing it. Um, Tommy tells Johnny that in his freshman year in high school that he was in love with Allie. Um, but he missed out on his opportunity because somebody else struck first that somebody else being Johnny. Um, and then Johnny admits that he really never got over her. God forbid Johnny never left the (laughs) eighties. Like really? Um, he let his guard down with her, um, and has not let his guard down with anybody else. And to him, she's like the one that got away. Um, but then Tommy tells Johnny that he's got time. He's got the opportunity to change his life. Um, he can make changes, do what he wants to do. And as I said in the end of this, in the beginning of this episode, that this, I believe this is where you start to see a bigger change in Johnny because right. he realizes that, wow, you know, am I really wasting my time? Um, and he, he, he admits to, ta- to Tommy that he doesn't want to make the same mistake with his students that were made with him. Um, and then Tommy tells him that Johnny is still the champ. You yeah. know, you're still the champ. Mm-hmm. Um, the next morning, Johnny wakes up and all three of them wake up. Johnny wakes up to his other friends, Bobby, another guy telling, you know, screaming Tommy's name um, because Tommy passed away in his sleep overnight. Oh, yeah. They call the ambulance. The ambulance comes over. You know, they check his pulse. They look at him. They shake their head. Um, he didn't make it. Um, so Tommy's words like before really stick with Johnny at this. Um, you. At this point, Miguel, you know, they're all training at Cobra Kai. Miguel walks back and talks with, with, um, Chris apologizes to him. And Chris is like, your honor, you honor John with, you honor Johnny with your allegiance. Um, but he's a little mixed up. And they're going to get him back on track. So now Kreese is talking basically crap about Johnny behind his back to his students. Like, this guy is lower than low. Um, and I, I begin to hate him more and more with every episode. Hmm. Um, you realize that Kreese is now ending the episode telling the, all the kids in the class that Cobra Kai is for life. They are all brothers and sisters. Cobra Kai is not a hobby. It's not a club. Um, And we're all in this together because Cobra Kai never dies. And then roll credits. End of the episode. Um, Yeah. So you're seeing at the end of this, you're seeing, you know, a team form with Johnny's dojo, with Daniel's dojo. Right. And you're seeing, you know, a team dissolve because of distrust and you know, deceit fall apart within Cobra Kai at, because of Kreese um, right. and Cobra Kai. So you're, you're getting to see the, the bigger picture between both dojos now. Um, 
and, and I think they ended this a great way. Um, I think this whole episode, I loved it again because they, they brought back a lot of the original movie, but they did it in a great way with these four characters. Um, I don't know. I overall loved all of it. So your thoughts? I, I think, again, the show the show has definitely gone into a different direction than I, than I expected when first watching the first season. Um, I didn't think they were going to get into things that were deeper like this. I thought it was going to be like, you know, just 80s references back and forth. And that's basically what they started this off to be, just a bunch of 80s references and whatever. But they right. started to get further into it and really just show more characters that were um, introduced throughout the franchise. Uh, breaking down and kind of recognizing the error of their ways and and starting to look at life from a different lens or through a different lens. Right. Um, and because I know I've watched um, up through season three already, I know they're going to continue to do it this way. So that's good. Right. Um, so this episode was definitely, um, it was nice. The whole wild hogs thing is clearly all I thought too. Um when I saw it, it was, it was good. It was good to see that. Um, I don't remember those characters very well. I remember Daniel and Johnny is basically what I remember that increase. Right. So these guys, when I saw them come back, I'm kind of like, Oh, were those the same guys? They must be. Cause they don't look like they're popular actors. They're um, not. And they showed it. Yeah. They, they even kicked back with any, and they, when they reintroduced each character, they gave a flashback to that particular character in the movie. Right. So you, so you remembered know. which one is which exactly. Because um, it's funny, because one of them looks like, when they're younger, I think it's Tommy, when he's younger, reminds me of Luke Skywalker, <laughs> Mark Hamill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They had the had, same hair. Had little, it was that little, mm -hmm. it was just funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, I agree with you 100%. And I think this was, a, this was a, a turning point, like I said so far, a turning point for Johnny and for Daniel as mm -hmm. well, too. Absolutely. Um, and this is going to now solidify more of what's going to happen for the future. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. and I think the difference is too, when YouTube did the first season, it was a lot of references to the eighties. When Netflix yeah. took it over, they kind of eased out of it and backed off from that and stuck more to the present day. Right. Um, and they made it more, they made it, they did make it more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Um, and not as like, okay, this is overwhelmingly too much of the, of the 80s. Right, um, right. Too much flashback. So they kind of even keeled that, and I appreciate that. So Yeah, it was, it was well worth it. So, so yeah. But yeah, um, with that being said, I, I think we're, we've uh, discussed these two episodes pretty well. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, come back next time, guys, for the next episode. So thank you, thank you guys, and have a great night. See you later. Bye.